When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What crazy YouTube rabbit holes have you fallen down? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, And uh, Bradley Trainer has found a new special lady on YouTube. Yeah, so YouTube rabbit holes, if you're not even really sure what that means. It's just when you find yourself stuck on YouTube, like I did again last night, actually yesterday afternoon, and then again last night, trolling through somebody's YouTube videos, and they run the gamut, and we can talk about some of them. But I found myself um, obsessed with a woman named Jan, and I'll uh, play a little bit of one of Jan's videos for you in a moment. But YouTube rabbit holes are, I think, just you know par for the course in this day and age, right? Like, I'm sure you've spent countless minutes on YouTube. Maybe. Do you not watch a lot of YouTube? I if I... But your kids No, have. my kids do. Yeah. And my kids fall... And actually, that actually makes me more nervous than anything. Because I don't know what is down that rabbit hole, right? Because YouTube is so vast. Um, Holly, I know for certain you have found yourself down rabbit holes. So Holly's on the phone right mm-hmm. now. Okay, taking calls, 651-641-1071. Now, do you want to go with uh, the dessert let's, video or let's, the initial video? Let's do the um, where, uh, the Dollar Tree Meals video. Ah, great. So have, we're going to have a little listen to Jan. Jan likes to make uh, meals from foods that she finds at the Dollar Tree. Hey, y'all. I'm going to make a recipe for you where all the ingredients are from the Dollar Tree. And um, I'm going to show you what all we're going to use, and then I will leave and kind of uh, get things going that I need to get going that would be very boring for you to watch. And then um, I will uh, get it put together and see what you think. So anyway, the ingredients is the Texas garlic toast. All from the Dollar Tree. Yeah, this is um, all from Dollar Tree. Two packs of the Genoa salami. And these were 50 cents at Dollar Tree today. So two of them equal to dollar. Got those at the 50 cent tree. Two bags of the Homestyle meatballs. Two of them. A pack <laughs> of Pepper Jack cheese. And a jar of garlic marinara. So that is one, two, three, 
four. It's six, Jan. Uh, six, it's six dollars. That so I... that is oh just like the first minute of uh, what is a 13 minute video called Let's Cook a Dollar Tree Meal. Oh my gosh. And I was so intrigued because I'm like, I well, I don't, first of all, I don't shop at Dollar Tree. I didn't know you could buy groceries at Dollar Tree. Mm-hmm. She does and she makes meals. And it's not, for her, it's, it's not even just the Dollar Tree meals. There is something about her and if you look through the comments, it's hilarious because people, you know, are like, I just like listening to your voice. There's just something about her and the way she does this. I mean, I am not making Dollar Tree meals anytime soon, but I was like completely fascinated. There's like, she's creative. She like creates these bizarre meals that I, you know, somehow turns six items at Dollar Tree into something. And then you hear her talk about her husband and her dog. And, you know, she likes to make a cake for this person. Um, It's Mm. just delightful. I think one of the things that gets me about, like, it's such a slice of life moment, right? When you're listening to her, you just get the impression that Jan is just like, I know what I'm going to do with my life. I would like to have a YouTube channel. And then she just, you know, left the TV on in the background grabbed her Dollar Tree foods and turned on her phone and started recording. I like it makes me wonder more about her. I want to know more about Jan's motivation. Well, we were talking about this a a little um, earlier today that there are so many and B. Arthur had no idea. There are so many different weird YouTube genres. Like, for example, there is a whole genre where people show you their empty containers Mm -hmm. So people will record videos of themselves showing empty containers of detergent, empty empty food containers. Mm-hmm. Every time they finish using a product, they, they call them their empties. Their empties, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and in addition to that, there's like a whole thing about unboxing. That probably was one of the first like weird YouTube genres. Um, you've got hauls, and Jan does some hauls. That's H A U L hauls, where people go to the store and then they show you. All the things that they bought. Everything that they bought. Yeah. And there's just something about the people that is incredibly like, if there's something about the person that can be, you know, just rather fascinating. There was one other person, Jamie and I spent, oh gosh, probably an hour one night on the couch watching this woman named the Ginger Optimist. And I would like to play that clip if we could. Here is another woman. It's not even like she has a thing. She just kind of does all the things. She makes food. She cleans things. She makes candles. Let's listen to a little bit. Ginger Optimist. To the Ginger Optimist. Hey, everybody. It's the Ginger Optimist. Today, I'm going to make a box cake mix, and it's going to taste like a homemade cake from scratch. I'll show you how. And the most amazing thing is I'm going to do it in my two-tier stackable steam pans in the Instant Pot. So come on, let's get started. Oh my gosh, she cannot be I already have my instant <laughs> So that is the Ginger Optimist. She does like, she's got a hundred videos. She's not as popular as Jan, I will have oh you know. But you guys she, spent an hour watching these videos. We did. There was one where she was making soap. We were dying because she was using lye. And she's like, um, she's like, put a little on your tongue. And if it's, if it feels like an electric um, shock, it's not done yet. We're like, oh, no, 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 you're not, no. you're not a post. 
to do that. It's, it's that kind of stuff, oh which gosh. you just get sucked into these weird people's lives who have literally just recorded themselves for your visual and an audio entertainment. Oh, Jan's new hobby is assembling and caring for a terrarium. Yeah, well, I just, I just love again. I just want to know more about what motivated them to start a YouTube channel. And some people get a little bit more like the Ginger Optimist. Like she cleaned her kitchen and had like a soundtrack below oh, that. Yeah. Whereas, she gets real, real. She does her makeup. Yeah. She's like, I've had questions about how I put on my face. And so she does a whole video of her putting on her face. And you're like, um, so, I mean, great. It's awesome. But I feel like it's more for her than right. anybody else. Right. But that to me is fascinating. And, you know, like I'm bored and sitting on the couch sort of way. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Yeah. Interesting and fascinating. Holly, do you have anybody that you've fallen down the rabbit hole around? Well, not anyone as interesting as Jan or the ginger and, optimist. Yeah, like, but these are like folk art. This is this is the 21st century folk art where people right. are, are just DIY. Because what they're doing YouTube videos. Honestly, like. what they're doing is they're seeing like TV shows and reality shows and cooking shows. Yeah. And they've, you know, somebody gave them, you know, uh, an idea, I don't know, that they could do that and then they turn around and do it. Now, some of them are actually very good. There's obviously a whole other layer of people on YouTube that we could talk about that are actually quite um, not to say that Jan is not as talented, but, you know, that people um, maybe are putting more thought and effort into it than just here's what I'm making for my husband tonight. Well, I might have bigger production values. Yeah. Right. What they I will say, I mean, this is my children have all at one time or another said, if you said to them, what do you want to be when the, when you grow up? They've each at one point said, I want to be a YouTuber. Yeah. Like this in their mind is a valid oh, like sure. career opportunity. And it is for some people. Yeah. They make, you know, I don't know that Jan's making a lot of money, but um, at least evidenced by her meals. But she if she is, she's saving a lot. It's unbelievable. She doesn't have to spend much. Oh, my gosh. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are obsessed with a fake relationship. Mm. Chonis. It is the relationship of uh, the, of Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. And uh, we have an update on their engagement photos after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Okay, so we have been kind of obsessed with untangling the fake relationship of Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Mm-hmm. And um, yesterday we were talking about their uh, like engagement photograph and um, the fact that many people believe that they were clearly trying to copy the engagement photographs of William and Meghan Markle. Yes. Right? They're not an original couple. They're not an original couple. Well, guess what? That's not the only couple that they were copying. Okay. With that very same photograph. Uh, so in the photograph that they used for their engagement photograph, Priyanka Chopra is wearing like a sort of a black and silver mock turtleneck sheath long sleeve dress dress dress. And uh, Nick Jonas is wearing like a white tuxedo jacket. Mm-hmm. And we looked at the pictures and we thought, oh, my gosh, they look like exactly like um, they're trying to look like Meghan and Prince Harry. Yeah. And this all because it was the same, and 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 also it mm-hmm. was the same photographer. Exactly, because it is the photographer who also works with Ralph Lauren, and this was all to help celebrate the Ralph Lauren fiftieth 
um, anniversary show during New York Fashion Week. Well, guess what? That, that, that wasn't the only couple that they were trying to imitate. That wasn't the only famous couple that they were trying to imitate with these photographs. There is another photograph that they were imitating, and that is an, a photograph of Jennifer, uh, Jennifer Lopez mm-hmm. and A-Rod, oh, yeah. her boyfriend. Look at these side by side. Yeah, and this was on the cover of Vanity Fair. Exactly. It is the exact same dress. The, they are wearing the exact same clothing and they are in the exact same position for the most part as JLo and A-Rod. That's hilarious. Isn't that hilarious? Well, and it's just, it's, you know, lazy. Like, just, why wouldn't you come up with something better? Now, presume uh, we don't know whether or not they were like, hey, will you wear this outfit? Um, like if Ralph Lauren, uh, Ralph Lauren asked them to do that. But um, I feel like maybe this isn't your best move for your engagement photo. Well, all of it is just all so derivative of other oh, relationships. For sure. Which, yeah, their relationship is not fake. So it su- shouldn't surprise us that somebody's art directing this experience. Right. They could have hired a better art director is what I'm saying. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway, they're not the only uh, fake thing that we have to talk about, right, Bradley? Uh, well, we also have this story. This is, um, you know, basically uh, a story of Kardashian proportions. And I just think it's hilarious. So just in case you were worried, Kim Kardashian is not in law school. Did we did that? we think she was? Well, OK, so apparently Kanye mentioned over the weekend that uh, Kim Kardashian quote, is in law school now, and it's extremely serious to us. So that would lead one to believe that, that she's Kim in Kardashian law was in school. law school. Right. However, a rep for Kim said, um, presumably not Kanye, she's not in law school, but rather she's deeply involved in prison reformed, which likened her work to attending school. I mean, I remember at one point, she was asked maybe in an interview if she would consider law school and she, you know, pretty much said no, that she just doesn't have time for that. Uh, In 2016, she apparently flirted with the idea of going to law school, telling Wonderland magazine, quote, if things slow down and I had time, I really want to go to law school. Just something I can do in my older age. Okay. Like a hobby. I mean, like a, now, to be fair, her father was an attorney, so maybe uh-huh. that's where she gets that from. But she is not actual. There is. An, I don't understand Kanye West saying that she is going to law school when he knows that she's not going to law school. Like it's not even a like. I just didn't say it in a way that was clear. It was like, no, you're lying. Cause, Do you know what that makes me think? It makes me think that the two of them have not spent any actual real time together. No, for and sure. And that, you know, he was getting debriefed on things that she's doing uh, while the two of them are apart. And he made an assumption and then thought that he would just share that with everyone. And look, she obviously is, you know, she's done some things now around prison reform, most notably getting someone out of prison. So right. <laughs> kind of a big deal. I'm not going to say that she doesn't have some credibility in that regard, but... It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. 
Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Going, you know, like like doing something like that is not the same as going to law school. No, that would be an insult to people who went to law school, have gone to law school yeah. or are in law school. Um, also, wasn't there another story where he had said that he was doing he was being a professor of well that fashion or art yeah, or and Holly, design? Holly brought that up during one of the dirt alerts that he was going to be um, professing. At the uh, Chicago College of Art and Design, if I remember correctly, right, Holly? Uh, the Art Institute Art of Institute, Chicago. Institute. So we tweeted that over the weekend that he's going to teach a course there. Yeah. And also at the American Academy of Art. I think that's in uh, Cambridge, Massachusetts. Okay. And then they were like, yeah, no, actually you're not. So Thanks. We're really flattered, right. Kanye, and mm. that you would be thinking of us right now. But it's not true. So you're he not just teaching. has a, pr- a truth problem. Yeah. Big time. Also, let's remember... What is he saying his next uh, endeavor is well, going I was, to be? I, I didn't want to go there, but, um, you know, th- that may be uh, if you're going to run for president. I mean, um, yeah. got to mm-hmm. start. Yeah, out. he says that he <laughs> is going to be running for president. Yep. Oh, I forgot about that. Thanks oh, for reminding me. I mean, me. we just talked about it literally like a week and a half ago. So um, it feels like the wound is still fresh. My apologies. Oh, you weren't there when we were talking about it. Sorry, Holly. Sorry. It's he says it's going to happen. But you know what? Listen, here's the good news. He also said Kim Kardashian was going to law school and that he was teaching uh, at very important art institutions. And neither of those things are true. So I guess we can just sort of like take that to the bank. Well, here's something that is true. Um, tickets go on sale Thursday morning at 9 a.m. for Project Down and Dirty Comedy. Correct. Yep. Yep. So you're going to want to be at your computer ready to purchase because there are two different types of tickets you can buy. You can buy the general admission tickets. Those are $35. Or you can spring for a super fun VIP experience for $75. And you get a whole lot of really awesome stuff for that $75. You get to be at the reunion show. Find out what really happened behind the scenes at Project Down and Dirty Comedy uh, as we close that up. Uh, You also get premium seats for the comedy show. You'll be in the first three rows. And yes, you should wear a poncho in case any Gallagher-style antics take place. And you'll also get to be in a meet-and-greet with us after the performance. So these all go on on sale 9 o'clock Thursday at mytalk1071.com keyword comedy. Get ready to make that purchase. When we come back, we've got crazy, stupid idiots for you. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to talk about them on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And we call those people crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. 
It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Where are we going first? We are going to Maine because, um, okay, there is a person, I'm trying to not give away a very important detail of the story because generally speaking, this guy was just a criminal, Okay, but it's the thing that he was stealing and selling on the black market that makes him a crazy, stupid idiot. Okay. Okay. So this guy worked at a company and he was... Mm, shall we say embezzling something uh, that they sell there and then he was reselling it on the black market. Baked beans. Uh, No, not baked beans, but thank you for that guess. Holly Roberts. She just wanted to play a fart noise. I know. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh, well (laughs) go ahead and do it because now you're going to want to. And there There it was. Um, No. And actually, you know, it's funny because I'm like, this story in and of itself, I think, is very interesting. I've been watching second season of Ozarks, and it is um, this kind of criminal activity oh. is, has piqued my interest. Okay. However, what this guy was selling on the black market was, would you like to guess? Um, I only know because I've seen the story, but you tell, why don't you just tell us? Lobsters. Apparently, there's a black market for lobsters. Oh, I'm sure there. There's a black. I mean, how many times have we read stories where somebody like hauls off with like a bunch of dish soap, like lunch meat? And you're like, how, what the heck do you need lunch meat for? Well, there's a lobster black market. Okay. And this guy who owns, he's a co-owner of the lobster company in Maine. He had embezzled 1.5 million dollars worth of lobsters. To sell on the black market. And he did so. I mean, he he really had an elaborate plan. He um, he had set up a fake client. Okay. And then he would pretend like he was shipping the lobsters to that fake client. But okay. he was really keeping the lobsters and then selling them on the black market. And that is how he ended up embezzling about $1.5 million worth of lobsters before he was caught. Wow. By the way, I mean, it probably translated to way more in his sales mm-hmm. that was just their worth that he had stolen yeah Insane. oh sure yeah like he was able to get more so exactly. what did they do uh, so they there's a criminal investigation oh, going okay. on he's had a lawsuit filed against him um yeah he was a 20% owner of this company and he is now long now no longer 20% owner of the company i wonder if they'll be able to claw back any of those uh, oh, lost proceeds that's a great question that was a real snappy snappy joke Happy? Oh, because of the claws? Snap the claws? No? Okay. Lobster. Good job, Holly. Lobster? I I don't even know know her. Uh, Okay, and that was where again? I'm sorry. Maine. Oh, presumably Maine, right? Because lobster. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't understand how we have so many lobsters in the world. Do you ever think about that? Like, you think about a red lobster and how much lobster one red lobster must go through. I just didn't realize there were that many lobsters in the world. Ocean is big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you always hear about like, you know, because remember when we were growing up, lobster was one of those things that was a huge treat. Like, where did they come up with all these extra lobsters? I don't, I never thought of that. I don't oh. know. I mean, it's kind of like shrimp, but now I understand, like, for example, shrimp used to be hard to come by. That's why they were a real treat. You had them at Christmas, maybe, right? Shrimp cocktail. Mm-hmm. 
maybe one other time a year um, or you had it at a fancy restaurant. It was like four dumb shrimp and you're like, oh, this is a big deal. But then they started farming shrimp. Well, they don't farm lobsters. That's why I'm confused as to where all these lobsters are where coming from. Find them? Anyway, Here's, can I ask my my lobster question since we're having lobster thoughts? You know, how you can just buy the lobster tail. Yeah, like that's yeah, a big deal. You just course. go to the, what do they do with the rest of the lobster? Throw it out, or probably make seafood stock, or something. Yeah, or just like lobster so macaroni and cheese. No, where's I just no. There's nothing in Keep the rest it all of together. it. It's kind of hollow. I mean, it's there's just stuff guts. In the, no, there's mm-hmm. stuff in the other parts. The only other parts that you would eat are the claws. Right. So where did they go? I'm sure they go to you know like lobster mac and cheese or. Yeah. You're probably thinking of crabs, crab legs, crab. I mean, claws. I just any time the the. Fit the thing is separated from the rest of it. I'm curious about uh, chicken. I get because we eat all parts of the chicken. I don't know what we're doing. Okay, <laughs> moving on. So from lobsters in Maine to oh look at this. This is kind of a downer, but go with me. Mm-hmm. I want to tell you the tale of a woman who was just arrested for well for something horrible. Her husband was murdered. This woman's husband. And she got arrested? And she was arrested for murdering the husband. Now that... she do it? Just wait. So she was arrested for her husband's murder. He was found fatally shot inside of a culinary institute where he's taught. And police say that Nancy Crampton Brophy, she's 68 years old, was responsible for killing her husband. So she was arrested at her home on Wednesday. That is not crazy, stupid, idiot worthy. Am I correct? Well, I mean, it's dumb, but not crazy, stupid, idiot. That, you know, killing your husband is dumb. Indeed. But there's got to be something more to the story. Yeah. No, that's garden variety, crazy, stupid, mm-hmm. idiot, right? To kill your husband. No, that's actually shocking and horrible. However, the thing that earns her crazy, stupid, idiot status is, well, mm, when you consider what she did in her spare time, you might begin to think, I guess this doesn't really seem all that out of the realm of possibility what is the thing that she does uh, on her free time you ask what is the thing that she does on her free time well uh she is a romance suspense author and among uh her books she has written things such as the wrong husband the wrong husband is a story about a woman who hatches a plan to kill her husband so this is life imitating art. I mean, if you're going to write or a death. book about it and then do it, imitating you might want to do the thing and then write the book. Or maybe she thought she wouldn't have the chance to write the book if she did the thing. Either way, yes, she has incriminated herself. Yeah, I'm just saying if you if you're going to kill your husband and you just wrote a book about it, people might be on to you. Right? Like, hey, this sounds familiar. Oh wait, you wrote a book about it. Hmm. Is she locked up? Yes, she is in jail, and I'm sure she will be there for many, many years. So we have to look forward to more books from her. Yeah. That's all she can do. I mean, if they let you have paper, I don't know. I think people do write books back there. All right, uh, one more. For this one, we will go to Ohio. So I want to tell you about a 36-year-old woman named Catherine Brennick. She got a job at the deli counter at a grocery store in Ohio. Okay. Okay. Fun she worked job. there for a for a long period of time, long enough to steal ninety two hundred dollars worth of deli meat. Oh my god, we were just talking about this deli meat. I know. I I thought that was sort of odd that you brought that up. Now, 
This is a little different than the lobster story. Because in the lobster story that I just told, yeah. the guy was selling the lobster on the black market, okay. right? Mm-hmm. No. And this might be a little bit of a spot, the crazy, stupid idiot. Catherine Brennick was just snacking on the cold cuts in the deli section. So, like, she would be shaving the meat, and then she would be like, oh, I'll just have a little snack of some ham. Wait a minute. And she'd shave off a piece of ham and then sample the ham. You're trying to tell me that she snacked on $9,000 worth of deli meat? Uh Uh-huh. She had helped herself to approximately three to five slices a day that amounted to, according to the grocery store, okay, $9,200 worth of deli meat. I, what? They fired her, and now she could be facing theft charges. Oh, okay, so they haven't charged her? They've not yet charged her. Does that seem a little bizarre to you? Thank you. This is my thing. This is the spot the crazy, stupid idiot. Um, I don't feel like it's a horrible crime that needs to be prosecuted if you're taking a slice or two of bologna uh, and chomp, chomp, munching on it. At the I mean, deli you can counter. tell them don't do that, but I don't know that you need to like add up $9,000 worth of deli meat and make it sound like she's been pilfering right? you know, serious quantities for the last five years. I mean, it just seems a little bit of it. There must have been other issues, well, don't you think? The, apparently, when contacted, a representative from the Giant Eagle grocery store where she was Working the deli counter, a representative told cops that a tipster had reported that an employee had eaten three to five slices of deli meat daily. So apparently, like, why wouldn't you just go, hey, lady, stop eating the the deli meat? I know. I don't know that I would consider that theft. I'm sure technically it is theft, right? Um, Also, how long would you have to be doing that to get up to ninety two hundred dollars? Well, apparently five years. Yeah. I mean, that's, three slices a day. Now we know. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's time for the throwback live at 245. We'll get to that after this on My Talk 1071. 245 on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and at 245 every day, we play a little game and we call that game the throwback live. It's time for the Festivus Feats of Strength. Actually, it's time for the Throwback Live at 2.45. Sweep the leg. I must put a win just one for the Kipper. Colleen versus Bradley. Oh, nerd versus party girl. In a pop culture audio battle. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. And now, your host... Holly Roberts. Hi, friends. It's time for Tuesday's edition of the Throwback Live at 245. Here are the rules of the game. We're going to play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three correctly wins the Throwback Live at 245. And Colleen and Bradley buzz in by yelling out their names. Colleen, I won. I just won. No, you did not, Colleen. You never win. Shut it down. I understand that. You're just giving an example, okay? Now, currently as it stands, we got a total victory tally around here. We've been keeping track of who wins this darn game. And as it stands right now, Bradley has 58 total victories and Colleen has 63. That's too close for comfort. I well, mean, it's really not that close. It feels very You're close five to me. Ahead. It yeah. feels very close. Well, it really depends on how you guys do. 
Are you going to win today? That's my plan. We'll see. Okay. It is always my plan. Well, let's see if your plan actually works. Okay. Let's play the first vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen and Bradley, listen carefully and identify the following. the heck was that i'll play it again yeah uh bradley trainer is that like some viral video with like a tickle me elmo doll (laughs) i don't know no i have no clue what that is i'll play it one more time for you colleen i mean okay I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. <laughs> Who's in that? Who um, was that? It, identify the person in that clip. That was Nathan Lane. Stop it. It was Burt Reynolds laughing. Oh. You bring shame upon the what late Burt Reynolds. What's that from? Uh, possibly Smokey and the Bandit or oh, something okay. where he was rocking a nice giant mustache. But okay. nobody gets a point. That's too bad. So we're going no mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. move on to our second vintage pop culture audio clip. Listen carefully, Colleen and Bradley, and identify this. Colleen. Colleen. That is the Cantina Band. Oh, yeah. From Star Wars. make you be able to identify that song in two notes having a child that plays it constantly oh, on the sure. piano oh wow lucky for you well, yes it paid off in the end yes, all that annoyance you. and you won a point on a silly pretend game on a midday it's, radio it's, i'm show. sorry this is not a pretend game mm-hmm. all right moving on to our third vintage pop culture audio clip in the throwback live at 245 listen carefully colleen and bradley and identify this little nugget of pop culture. I saw it. Some angry member of the kitchen Bradley staff. Trainer. Did you- Bradley. That is um, 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 Beauty and the Beast. Uh, oh, God. I'll keep playing the clip for you, Colleen. Not Tipton. Oh, the terrorists, they ran that way. It was a run oh. by fruiting. I'll get them, sir. Don't worry. Hold on. Was that uh, Mrs. Doubtfire? Yes! Yes. Excellent. Robin Williams in character as Mrs. Doubtfire. All right. Two for me. Two for you, Colleen. Good job. That means that you are one point away from winning today's throwback live at 245. Bradley, you can still stay in the game. There's always hope. Yes. There is always hope. Now, listen carefully. Colleen and Bradley, the fourth vintage pop culture audio clip. Here it is. Identify it. Bradley Trainer. Oh. Bradley. Um, that is, um, that's the upside down Stranger Things. Oh, man. Yes. Really vintage, but vintage inspired nonetheless. Right. Oh, yes. The whole entire show is vintage inspired. Yes, that I is very it. true. All right. Good job, Bradley. You're still in the Thank game. You. All right. So 
Bradley one point, Colleen two points. Moving on to our fifth vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen and Bradley listen carefully and identify this. Bradley Trainer, yeah. that's um, Chubby Checker. No, oh, wait, hold on wait, a second. What? I forgot to give you a little hint. Oh. I don't want the names of the songs. I want you to identify what this is. So, not the name of the songs, but what is this? Bradley. It's some guy doing a bunch of dances on YouTube. What's the name of the video? Guy dances to a bunch of stuff on YouTube. You know what? That's close enough. It's the evolution of dance on YouTube. Oh my gosh. One of the biggest viral videos. Close enough. Close enough. <laughs> Look, honestly, it's what it's I'm like, working with thing? today. <laughs> yes. Okay, tied. We're tied. We're tied. That means we get a tiebreaker, right? Yes, of course. It means oh, okay. you get a tiebreaker. All right. Now I want you to listen carefully, okay. Colleen and Bradley. And identify this mm. bonus round vintage pop right, culture audio clip. Yeah, here it is. Colleen. Colleen. Um, oh, geez. Um, it's Mr. Brightside. Thank you. But no I'm not even going to say the name of the band because I can't remember. It's the Killers, Mr. Brightside. Oh, congratulations. Yes, I, I have won. no idea what that even is. <laughs> Can't win them all. It's a favorite from 2005. Thank you very much. Actually, 2004. Whatever. Same same year. Yeah, the same year, right? Right around the same time. Okay, Colleen, you won today's Throwback Live at 245. Congratulations. You just won yourself a cinnamon raisin bagel with locks, cream cheese, onions, tomato, and caper. I I thought this was supposed to be a a fun gift of reward and happiness. Okay, fine. Uh, I will... Holly, I will allow you to eat the bagel sandwich, um, but let's talk about that final tally. Ah, uh, yeah, the total victory tally. Throwback live at two forty-five. Colleen sixty-four. Yes. Bradley fifty-eight. Wow! Thank uh, you. Pull it away again. Oh, womp, womp. look who's here! Yeah. Give it up for Donnie. Hello, Donnie. Oh, hey, Donnie. How you doing, Donnie? Donnie's pretty good. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, Donnie. You interrogate Donnie. Who is Donnie? Hi, Donnie. What's ha- what's the haps? Uh, you know what's happening, Donnie. No, we tried that um, cinnamon and uh, raisin bagel with locks and cream cheese and onions. Can you and believe that, Donnie? Who would eat that? I, I would not eat that. Do you do well, you know who Cynthia did? Nixon does. Uh, do I, oh, do I know who it. did? Yeah. Uh, Brad? No, Cynthia, no, Cynthia that's Nixon. Cynthia Nixon. Oh, Cynthia Nixon. Is that her favorite? Bagel sandwich order. That's her thing. Oh, she likes okay. the sweet and savory. And All we right. tried it and it was horrible. No, I, yeah, I don't It was no. disgusting and my fingers no, still smell it. like... Smoked salmon. It's disgusting. No locks for me. Uh, Hey, Donnie. Yeah. Thanks for stopping by. Well, thanks for having me. Lori and Julia coming up next. Don't forget Thursday morning, 9 a.m. Tickets go on sale for Project Down and Dirty Comedy. We'll be back tomorrow on My Talk 107.1.